Hi, everybody. It's Tim Constantine from The Washington Times, joined as usual by our good friend for America, David Bozell. David? Timothy, how are you? I am outstanding. Great. It's been too long, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, you know, we look at the election this year, and it looks like it will boil down to Biden, although I still tell you he's going to quit at the convention, and <laughs> Trump. So if we know the candidates, we got to talk issues. Yeah. What will Americans be most concerned about? Come November, there are certain issues that you just know people are going to be worried about. There's always the, the possibility of a wild card between now and November. But right. let's run down what you think are the top priorities for Joe and Sally voter in the heartland of America right now. Uh, you know, is Where does the economy rank? Right. Number one, uh, you know, tops every year. Uh, am I better off? Uh, now than I was four years ago. People have to look at their 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 wallets and their checkbooks, and the answer is going to be emphatically no. If you listen uh, to the Biden the administration, they will tell you, oh, look at look at how great the economy is. And they will throw two or three statistics out. Right. But does anybody feel that? And by feel no. it, I mean they go to the grocery store, they go to the gas station. Do they feel like they're better off? Look, consumer spending is, is up because you know inflation is is up, and and so everybody you have to buy certain essentials, uh, so therefore sort of artificially inflating the number. Uh, but no, I don't think anybody who's serious can look can can adequately adequately say. And look, the market is up too, Tim, but that's like because it's the only place to put some money uh, and to see some growth is the market. Uh, you're not seeing a whole ton of robust business investment. Uh, and, and so, uh, and then everything, your, from your eggs to your schools to your, to your, to your gas, everything is up across the board with no end in sight. And do you really think that the Biden administration has a plan to get these costs down? No, they don't. Uh, and then these are all self-inflicted wounds, right? This is what happens when you close down Keystone. This is what happens when you shut off an access to Anwar. Gasoline goes up. Uh, this is what happens when you don't have a good relationship with your Middle East partners. Uh, this is what happens when you're just funneling money into uh, uh, foreign adventures, Ukraine, uh, and all sorts of other places. You know, you're, you're running out of cash to, to, to bring the numbers down, to help bring your costs down. Uh, and so... Always and forever, I mean, I can hear James Carville in my ear. It's the economy, stupid. The economy is going to be the number one issue. You mentioned inflation. I went to the grocery store last week, and it was $119, and I walked out with a couple of bags in each hand. Yeah. It's $119. Yeah. There was not a cart necessary to carry those items out. Did I... Did... <laughs> Did you buy some Valentine's Day candy or some flowers? I mean, that was a triple-figure expense to go get some last-minute flowers. But they were beautiful flowers. Of course. Beautiful and flowers. I've been thinking about getting those for weeks. The other item that seems to get a lot of attention in the media is immigration and its impact. Is that yeah. something that the average voter, not just in Texas or Arizona, sure. but if you live in Maine, if you live in Minnesota, if you live in South Dakota, do you care? Absolutely, you care. I mean, look at look at New York City right now. I mean, they have a migrant shelter where cops are having to go in there and expend their time and energies being beaten up by illegal immigrants in this shelter. Um, look at look at D.C. where we are. I mean, arson is up is, is skyrocketing. Property theft skyrocketing. Car thefts skyrocketing. Uh, violent crimes. Everything is up across the board. Um, ICE in 2023 just announced 
that they apprehended 170,000 illegal immigrants, of those, half of which had criminal rep records, and of those, more than half of those had four criminal violations, including gun violations, rape, murder, etc. So the, the, the influx of crime due to the Biden administration's porous handling of the border, um, it's just, it's at his feet. It's at, I mean, he is solely to blame. This, these numbers were all down across the board under the Trump administration, operating under the same laws and the same constraints, the same executive branch constraints. Um, he, Trump had this thing uh, well under control. So as, as illegal immigration, I mean, look at Chicago. The mayor doesn't know what to do. Look at Denver. They just closed down DMVs uh, in order to, to you know, have upper, uh, uh, upload illegal immigrants into DMV offices. I mean, so all these major cities are experiencing crime, reduction in services. The smart voter, the serious voter has to look at that and say, this was not the case four years ago. What happened? Joe Biden happened. Do you remember in 1988, uh, George Bush was running against Mike Dukakis. Yeah. And they pulled an ad that was the Willie Horton ad. And Willie Horton had been a criminal who was in prison, who got paroled early because of Mike Dukakis and his policies. He went out and murdered someone. And they made that an issue very effectively. Is there a possibility of the Willie Horton type story being told this year, unfortunately, because we don't hold people accountable at the border, and you mentioned some of the criminals that are coming in, that there's a tragedy, and it's a story that can reach the average American, that the policies of Joe Biden have directly impacted a family in Boise, Idaho. You could write that, that Willie Horton ad a hundred times over uh, this cycle. The challenge is not writing the, writing the ad or producing a good ad. challenge is getting it through the censorship brigade that it, that are the, the liberal media networks. You know, do they take that ad? Do the fact checkers that are basically being operated by the Democrat Party spring into action and censor the ad from distribution? You know, X, you can make these things go viral, uh, no problem. You know, you know, thank you, Elon Musk. Beyond that, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all the rest. Those things are being watched like a hawk and get taken down immediately. Now, the ad sometimes gets more attention than it probably may have deserved because of it, it got censored. Uh, but that's going to be the challenge. It's not going to be the production of the ad. Trump's already done some of these. Um, but do they pierce through the liberal media and, and their ad, uh, you know, the censorship, the censorship constraints that they want to impose on any political advertising? That, that is going to be a story within a story. Let's look at a couple more issues that are important to Americans. Where on the priority list do you believe the voter will consider climate change? Democrats, huge. Um, I just saw a Pew Research poll. It was well into the 60s, low 70s. Uh, and then for, for Republicans, it was down in the low teens, I think 12, 14 or something like that. So there's a wide disparity, disparity between the parties. Uh, I, I, this is if I'm a Republican, I'm, I'm, ta I'm attacking the, the issue simply on the on the basis of affordability, right? We just don't cannot cannot afford to forsake uh, our energy independence in this sort of almost religious quest uh, to put everybody in, a, in an electric vehicle. You know, here in Washington, I've got a neighbor that has a sign out front that says, "Climate action now," and. 
Okay. I would say, you know, just taking action for the sake of taking action, but not knowing if or what the result will be. And that's my biggest concern, is what you've just described. The amount of money that's being spent, good intentions, God bless them. Whether you, whether you buy into the whole story that it's man-made or not, the intention is good. But the amount of money that's being spent versus the result. And when you break down the result, I saw a statistic this past week that it was 0 0.02 Right. of 1%, right. not 2%, but 0 0.02 of 1% that it would lower by the end of the century if we changed every car to an EV, if we put all these things in place. So the question is, what are we really chasing here? Is it because well, we want to feel a warm fuzzy, right. but it's not going to change the warmth out there? Well, what should give Republicans confidence is, I remember when Donald Trump got out of the uh, Paris Climate Accords, Right, and all the press said, "Oh, this is terrible. This is awful. How dare he? You know, America is going to lose his standing, you know, in the world." And his numbers went straight up. Right, he was not punished for getting out of the Paris Climate Treaty. So that should give Republicans confidence to just not be afraid of the climate issue. Israel and other world affairs. How much will that impact what voters choose to do? Uh, significantly. Uh, you know, what kind of a foreign policy do we want to have, right? Do we want to intervene in all these different places? Do we want to defend our allies robustly? Um, how serious do we want to take the, the, the defense of our allies? Um, can, can the executive, can the president work with Congress to get the money allocated to defend Israel when, when, they, when they need it? Um, I, think that, I think that's up there. I don't know if it's I don't, given our economic situation, I don't know, if, and, and the, the crime in the big cities, I don't know if it's top three or four, but um, uh, I, I'm certainly not trusting Joe Biden with the answer to those questions. Let me throw the last one at you, and that is, I think family will be the, the family unit and uh, keeping the family unit intact, but keeping uh, the recognition, if you will, of the family unit as it's traditionally been known. Because with the school issue, the transgender issue, with parents' rights being taken away by certain states, California in particular, but where now an 11-year-old can determine, no, I want to go in a different direction, and if mom and dad disagree, they can lose their child. And so I, I just I see that as the other big issue that an awful lot of places people think, I don't want that to be me. If the Democrats weren't so crazy on those types of issues, gender mutilation for starters, um, there would be a lot of left-wing Republicans that would have joined them by now. Uh, but they're nuts. Unfortunately, for the Democrats, they're nuts on the issue. Uh, it's become second to climate, you know, almost a religion. Um, you know, that's sort of a, an issue. That's, that's one of the other top issues. You know, let's talk about sex, right? All the Democrats want to do is talk about sex, who you can have sex with, um, who's going to pay for the contraceptions, uh, so that you don't have a baby. Uh, or if you get pregnant, who's going to pay for your abortion uh, for you? It's all about sex. And you know, I saw the Democrat statement on, the, on, on Trump's value statement last night. Uh, it was all about, he wants to send, uh, uh, it's a handmaid's tale for women. Okay, I guess we're just all, it's all going to be about sex you know, for, to the Democrat Party. I, I think the family issue that you're bringing up that's that's what you put, that's the mirror you hold up in front of this obsession that Democrats have with who people are having sex with. David Bozell, I'm Tim Constantine from the Washington Times. We will solve each of those problems, I'm sure, you and I personally, in the next six months. But in case we don't, we'll need to pick a candidate that can, and the world will determine who will be the next president of the United States. 
Thank you, my friend. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us.